Yes, I'm You're listening to a podcast by Vicki and the Keys Forever Team. Hi, how are you today and how is your week going? This is, as you know, the Keys Forever Team and we invite you to spend the next few minutes with us. The Keys Forever Team wants to add joy and hope to your day on this podcast. We're going to talk about a miracle that Jesus performed when he was here on earth and how some things about it could apply to us today. Now, some of you are going to ask, and I can just hear you, you're not going to talk about coronavirus, are you? Well, no, not exactly. Not coronavirus. (laughs) This sounds familiar, so I have a sneaking suspicion that I said this on another recent podcast. It's on our minds, though, as all of us are really concerned, and we are actually talking about coronavirus all the time. But today, well, not so much. So stay tuned, and we'll be back right after these comments. We want to thank all of you for your kind words about our last couple of podcasts. And I do apologize for not having this podcast out when I said I would be on my trailer. I think I said I was going to be out the 15th. All I can say is that life happened and, well, I didn't say exactly which 15th it would be out on, right? (laughs) Seriously, I hope you'll accept my apology. Sometimes when you do these podcasts, it feels kind of one way. But then you get listener comments like the following. Love your keys forever, Vicki. Sounds really good. Thank you, Joy. So, as you can tell, your comments could very well end up on one of our podcast episodes somewhere down the way. But, again, thank you so much, my wonderful, faithful listeners. So we're talking about a miracle. You know the one in the New Testament where Jesus fed all those people? There are at least two of these we know of. This one shows up in all four of the Gospels. Let's read it out of John's Gospel, chapter 6, verses 5 through 13 in the New Living Translation. Jesus soon saw a great crowd of people climbing the hill looking for him. Turning to Philip, he asked Philip, Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, It would take a small fortune to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fishes, but what good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus ordered. 
So all of them, the men alone, numbered 5,000, sat down on the grassy slopes. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and passed them out to the people. Afterwards, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate until they were full. Now gather the leftovers, Jesus told his disciples, so that nothing is wasted. There were only five barley loaves to start with, but twelve baskets were filled with the pieces of bread the people did not eat. There are lots of things we could sure say about this. Can't you just picture this whole scene? What would a young boy be thinking when he gave up his dinner? And don't you know those disciples must have been wondering? Sure, more than wondering about it, even as they were getting people to sit down. Can't you just hear them in their minds? Jesus, don't you know these five barley loaves and two fishes won't go very far. You're going to have upset people on your hands. Even as these thoughts were running through their minds, Jesus knew what he was going to do. And in fact, he did it. He multiplied that meager amount of bread and fish. Everybody ate as much as they wanted and still there were leftovers. The Bible records that there were 5,000 men. Who knows how many women and children might have been there. And have you ever wondered what they did with all those leftovers? They weren't wasted. So bringing it down to where we are, during these times of uncertainty, maybe you've said, how am I going to make it? What am I going to do? How am I going to manage something like that? It's hard enough with physical provisions. Maybe you've discovered that you don't have enough of things like peace and joy. In this story, Jesus knew what he was going to do. May I tell you, he has a plan for you, for your life. I'm not trying to oversimplify things, but God knows you, what you need, no matter what circumstance you face or what your spiritual condition is. And Jesus doesn't intend for anything in your life, no matter what you go through, to be wasted either. After all, God is a multiplier, just like in this story. I and my family, for example, have been in a season of grief and loss. I'm so glad that God supplies the comfort and peace that we so need through his Holy Spirit and prayers, and he uses the hands and voices of others. I'm confident he has a plan for you. The beginning place of discovering God's plan for your life is to know and to start a personal relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Thanks for being with us, and I hope the podcast benefited you today. Come back soon. Drop an email to us at keysforever at comcast.net for more information. And by the way, we'd love to have your feedback. The Keys team is out of here. Until next time, remember, God loves you as you travel down your highway of life.